Welcome to the Ambitious Mom Podcast, the podcast for the woman who is building a business empire and a family legacy. Having it all and living the life of your dreams now. No delay and no sacrifice required. We'll talk life, online business, spirituality, and everything in between. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Let's do this thing. Welcome back to the Ambitious Mom Podcast. I am really excited for this conversation today because I'm ready for you to become your future self right freaking now, right now. So kind of to give you guys just a heads up of what this episode is going to be is I've been trekking through pretty quickly, actually. It's a, it's a really easy read. Um, the book, Be Your Be Your Future Self Now. So it's written by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Highly recommended if you want like an easy read and just great stuff. Like none of it, to be honest with you, is anything I haven't heard before. Um, but I do really love the way he lays out his book. I really love like the stories. You guys know if you listen to my podcast, I'm so about like stories and analogies and all that to help anchor in some of the concepts that we talk about because they can be sometimes hard to grasp in our being. It's, it's easier in our mind, right? But like what I actually want is for you to know it in your body, in the cells of who you are. And stories and analogies help us to do that. So anyway, I wanted to do an episode about, I mean, there's like a lot of things in this book. So this is by no means the entire book. It's just a concept, becoming your future self now, the thing I titled this episode with. I felt like I should probably mention that this is from Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Um, But this whole episode is kind of how I have taken a portion of his book. There's one chapter specifically where he talks about how you can only pick three priorities. Decide what those three priorities are in your life and then do those things. Make sure that what it is you're investing in, what it is you're spending your time and energy and money in aligns with those things. And so I'm taking that whole concept and we're going to just have a conversation today about what this looks like. So as we start, I want you to, if you're not driving, if you're driving, do your thing, drive chicken wing. Okay. Drive, drive chicken wing. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) But if you're not driving, I want you to close your eyes with me and I want you to feel your future self. Now, here's the thing. I know that you've done this before. You are so well seasoned in the online space, in the personal development world. Like it is not unusual for you to do a visualization and tap into your future self. So most likely the place that this vision starts is somewhere you've been before. You've been in your vision in this place before. So anyway, I want you to close your eyes. I want, your, I want you to feel your future self. I want you to notice her. Notice how it feels to be her. Notice what her hair looks like. Notice what her body looks like, feels like, how it moves, how it just engages in the space. Where is she at? Is it a home? Is it a homestead that you have only seen in your mind, but you haven't seen in real life? Is it the home you're in now? Is it a high-rise apartment in a downtown metroplex? Is it a beachfront property? Is it a mountain cabin? Is it a tiny house? Where, where are you? And I want you to notice the textures. I want you to notice the way things feel in your hands. I want you to notice the way Maybe as you walk into a room, the way that the lights turn on as you walk in, maybe it's your pantry. Maybe notice how everything is perfectly aligned 
in its own compartments, in its own boxes. Maybe notice how as you walk past the kitchen, you're headed to the stairs, how you pass a wine cellar. Oh my gosh, what? Your house has a wine cellar in it? You're that person that has a wine cellar in her home? (laughs) Wow. Notice how none of this is lost on you. Notice how at home you feel in this home. But also notice how at home you feel within your body. And as you come back to where you are right now, let your eyes gently open and flicker, blink a couple times. I want you to tap in and, and let me know. Well, let me know on this podcast. Just, you know, respond back to me. I'll get the message. <laughs> but is this you? Can you feel that this is 100% without a doubt you? Or does it feel, does it still feel like you're living someone else's dream? Does it still feel like you're not fully at home, even in your future self-vision? And once you kind of know that, you're going to have a gut reaction one way or the other. Like, yes, this is hundred percent me. It feels far off, but it's still me. Or, uh, yeah, I don't even, I can't even, I can't even fathom this version of me. Whichever one you are, I don't want you to attach a meaning to it. Like we don't need to hold on to it or try to fix it or do anything crazy. I just want you to notice which one you relate to most. Cause I'll tell you like early on when I started doing a lot of these future self visualizations, I number one had a hard time even seeing anything beyond what my current reality looked like. It was hard. It was hard to even notice anything different beyond what I was experiencing because I was so in the density of where I was. And then there were times where the vision started to expand and I was starting to get glimpses and like, oh my gosh, this property, this thing, this garden, this, this homestead, these lands, these hills, the sunset, like all of this detail, but yet it didn't feel like it was me in the house. Surely anybody else can have this dream, but not me. And then as we continued in my own embodiment, in my own practice, it started to get even more clear that it was me. To the point where the interesting thing about this is your future self is always evolving, yet at the same time, you are a version of who you once could have projected your future self was. So for example, like I am living right now a version of my life that I did dream. Like it wasn't this specific house, but yet it kind of was. In a lot of ways, there's similarities in the house that we're in right now that I'm like, whoa, yeah. This, I remember seeing this. The life that I'm living right now, I remember dreaming. And even the life I was living two years ago, I distinctly remember looking at the life we had and being like, whoa, I prayed for this. And even when I was a young married, out of college, no kids, whoa, I prayed for that. Because I did. I was 16 praying, God, bring me my husband early at a young age so I can marry him and have babies. And I did. I met him that year, 16. We got married when we were 20, had a kid when we were 23, and there you go. Like, so the point is, is that we are always becoming this future version of us. Who we are now was who we used to want to be. We used to pray for And we are her now. And I'm going to get to the most important part of this whole thing at the end. When I come back to this, it's going to be a full circle moment. 
when I come back to this. But this is a spectrum. And so the more it is that you're feeling like it's you, this can mean that you're getting really close. Or it could also mean that you could be dreaming even bigger onto the next iteration on this never-ending infinite game. And we can always go bigger. There's always more within more within more than within more. Like today, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to link this up in the show notes because it was so stinking cool. Today I saw a video that was, I think it was titled Endless Paper. And it was an artist who I imagine the way that they did this was on an iPad where they drew, they zoomed in really, really, really far and they started drawing. And then they zoomed out a little bit and drew the rest. And they zoomed out a bit and drew some more. And it was like a drawing within a drawing within a drawing within a drawing. It was like drawing inception. And so in this video, you're going to have to watch it. It is so freaking cool. Um, it's zoomed far out and he takes you on this journey as he just takes his two fingers and pinches in, pinches in like you would on an iPhone to zoom in and you get into the picture and you're like, oh my gosh, this is like a, a magnifying glass. And all of a sudden he zooms closer and the magnifying glass becomes a whole new world. And in that whole new world, he finds a goblet on the counter and he zooms into the goblet and the goblet becomes this whole new world. And it like, it's a picture within a picture. And oh my gosh, it's incredible. But I tell you that because that is the exact thing that I want you to have in mind is like an analogy of how this works. There's always a new layer. There's always a new level. There's always a new fractal to go into every time. So the dream always gets bigger. This is why it's really important to like, especially as as like high achieving women, we have this desire and this drive to like go after the next thing, do the next thing, accomplish the next thing. The moment we accomplish the thing, And so we oftentimes have a hard time taking a second and being like, whoa, actually, whoa, Katie, you did this. Like, do you remember that 10K month you like begged for? You're like living it. And then we forget to celebrate that. And then we get to 20K months and we're like, oh, yay, next 30, next 50. Oh my gosh, but I'm not at 100K months. All this mumbo jumbo, right? And that's okay. That's the whole point. There's always a new level. There's always a new fractal. There's always a new thing to zoom into and do. And the key is, can you allow yourself to be filled with gratitude for what you've done and where you are as you continue to push on to what else you know you're capable of? Because your potential is limitless. It's limitless when you are tied into your identity as a child of God. It is limitless limitless. So if you're feeling really close to that vision we just did, it means you're really close or it means you could be dreaming bigger and either one is perfect. And if it feels far off, that means it's really huge. And that means that means that you can begin to dream into it. You can visit the vision more often. You can, you can tap into it from any place, but you can also start to kind of figure out like, what are some visions that feel closer? Like what's the next house? Maybe not the dream house, but like, what's the, like, for example, if you're renting right now, it might be really hard to start to vision what that homestead acreage on 50 acres looks like. But instead, maybe can you look at like, what's the first home? Like, what's the first home that you're going to purchase? What does that look like? What does that feel like to be at closing for this home? to be sitting there with your husband and your real estate agent and the title company, and you guys are signing your life away on these papers. That's what they always say. It's such a silly thing to say, actually. Let's just cancel that whole thing. (laughs) But like you are, you're signing a bunch of papers. And then you get to walk out with the keys. 
How freaking sweet is that? Maybe that's the way you need to take it. But anyway, so let's, that whole future self vision that we just did, you can come back to this at any time, any time you can come back to this. And I'm actually in a couple of minutes, I'm going to talk to you about how you can decorate your vision and how the more frequently you actually decorate it, the better. But I want us to start off this part talking about some really tangible things. I really want you to get your journal out today. Pause me, come back to this, whatever, or listen to the whole episode and then actually come back to your journal and do this because this is going to be so illuminating for you. You can start to do some self-inquiry around this topic today. So if you could only pick three priorities right now in your life to grow, to manage, to expand on, to nurture, what would those three priorities be? What would they be? If you could only choose three, I know this is freaking hard, right? If you could only choose three. So I want to share with you my three, because I think that'll help you. But the first one is the health and well-being of my home, the health and well-being of my home. It's really important to me that my home is happy, healthy, and whole. Like the relationships are happy, healthy, and whole. The beings that live here are happy, healthy, and whole. Like that is top priority to me. And right now there's a lot of things I'm walking through behind the scenes with my family to increase our health and well-being. We're investing a lot of time and money into health and wellness right now. And that's by design. That's because this is a priority. That's because I've noticed a connection, a very important connection between my health and well-being and my ability to show up in this world and transform and help people. And if you're somebody who is in the business of transformation, you know, you know that you can only help somebody to the level that you've been helped. And if you're tired and you're exhausted and your hormones are out of whack and whatever else, it's going to show up in the business. It's going to show up in your impact. And so you may get to a point where it is of high importance for you to prioritize those things. So anyway, that is number one. Number two is being a highly sought after and impactful coach. This means I want my work to be recognized. I want my impact to be recognized. I want my clients who I work with to have transformations that become recognized. The work that we do together is wildly impactful, not just for you, but for all of those that are touched through your work. It's a ripple that doesn't just start with me and end with you. It keeps going. (laughs) It is a ripple and I am here for it. So this being a priority means I'm investing my time, my energy into enhancing my skills, enhancing my awareness, enhancing my knowledge, enhancing my craft, enhancing all of it, right? This is, this is a huge portion of where I spend a lot of my time and energy. And the third priority is I mean, I don't really know how else to say it other than like investments, real estate, portfolio, like that kind of thing, like legacy building wealth, that is a high priority. And this is like stuff that goes far beyond just the ability to make money. Cause like making money is actually very easy. There are lots of different ways to make money, but this is the part that's like, okay, now that we've made money, 
then what? Right. And this is where it's important to have support. This is where it's important to have plans. This is where it's important to have systems like anything else. But this is a definite high priority for me right now. These three things. So now that I know these priorities, we can make sure that our time, our money, our energy is going into these things. So this is where, so number one, like when you're sitting down at your journal today, after you listen to this episode, I want you to write those three priorities. And then I want you to spend some time asking yourself, like what in my life does not align with this? What can't come on this journey with me? Like, I don't know why this example is coming up for me, but like, if you are someone who gets stuck in a bunch of rabbit holes frequently, going down a bunch of conspiracy rabbit holes very frequently, or hanging out in Facebook threads that have like, like fights back and forth because you think it's funny and entertaining, but it like also kind of low key sends you down this downward spiral of like fearing the world is ending and like worrying about the economy and whatnot, and just in this fear spiral of crap, then maybe we don't want to do that anymore. You know what I mean? So it's like, what are those things in your life that you might be doing big or small that are not supporting your top three priorities? And we want to just cut them out. We want to just cut them out. And then also I want you to ask, what is something that you can put into place right now to move you further onto the highest timeline with these priorities? And then do that. So like if you've been saying for like the last six months that you want to start investing in this specific thing, but you haven't, okay, what's the first step you've got to do to kind of get your skin in the game? And then what's the next thing? But do that first thing first, plan it, put it on the calendar, make it happen, create the brokerage account, create the whatever, set up the automation to schedule the payments from your bank account every single week to your brokerage account. I don't know, whatever it is. But if you've been sitting here saying, I really want to do blank. Okay, well, what's the first step to do blank? let's do it. Let's stop talking about it. Right. And this is tough love that like I say to myself all the time, (laughs) like my husband and I will get into conversations about stuff and I'm like, okay, cool. Like we've literally said this two weeks in a row that we want to do this. So are we doing this or are we not? So if we're doing this, then what's the first step? Okay, cool. Let's do that. (laughs) Right. So it's just like, for example, like we started a, um, new company recently and we were talking nonstop about it. And I was like, are we doing this or are we not? He's like, yeah, we're doing it. I'm like, okay, cool. Then I'm setting up the LLC. I'm going to set up the LLC. I'm going to set up the EIN. I'm going to get the bank account. We're going to freaking do this. Like, we're not going to sit here and talk about it for another two weeks, you know? And that's just the way my mind, my mind works. But I would encourage you, like, if you're sitting here saying, I really want to do blank, what is the first thing that's super tiny that you can do to start to get yourself into that place? If it's like, I want to hire the coach and you already know who it is, go send a message to her. Just go talk to her. If it's me, send me a message. We'll talk about it. It may not be the right time now, but here's the thing. If you're in a conversation with a really highly emotionally intelligent coach who doesn't have sales tactics that try and pressure you into things, that's me by the way, then we're going to be all about finding your aligned timing. So you don't have to worry about that. But sending that message might get you to a place where you can start to have the conversation and new information opens up. And all of a sudden you've got clarity that you wouldn't have had still sitting in that place going, I really want to hire that coach. Hey, ambitious mom. Today's episode is brought to you by monthly Voxer mini minds. Each month I'm opening my space to you and a small group of powerful women to come together for deep transformational coaching and masterminding inside of five days of Voxer. 
You're busy. You're juggling clients, life, business, growth, relationships, all the things. That's why I designed this coaching container specifically to give you the powerful shift that you're craving while also fitting seamlessly into your life. Come experience the intuitive strategy and energetic coaching that calls forth the highest version of who you are and sheds the portions that must be left behind so that you can rise. Spots are limited and are filling now for our upcoming Voxer Mini Mind. Save your spot for $333 by going to katiefleming.co slash intensive. Think about those things. And then think about like, what support might you need? Maybe you need to hire a housekeeper. Maybe you need to hire a new financial planner. Maybe you need to hire some support in your business. Maybe you need to hire that coach, like we said. I don't know. And then I want you to look at like what habits aren't serving. How can we switch these out for healthier alternatives or maybe cut them out entirely (laughs) or build in new anchors? So, okay, so let's talk about this. This is actually a really good example, healthier alternatives. I used to have this habit 2021 was a rough year for me and alcohol. I'm just being honest with you guys. Um, But I had this habit of every night after I got the kids to sleep, I would open a bottle and I would pour a glass and I would go on the porch and I would read my book and I would drink drink the wine. Well, it got to this point where I'm like, okay, this is not healthy. I no longer desire to be the person that drinks every single night, basically. And so... I completely cut it out for a season and then kind of came back to it here and there. The night was still a thing. I loved it. I loved it for like, it's the same reason why I haven't ever cut out coffee. I've gotten some healthier alternatives of coffee over the years because that's really important. But you know, it's like, I still want to go sit on the back porch. It's such a nervous system regulator for me at the end of the day to just go out there, watch the sunset, allow my circadian rhythm to like experience the sun as the sun goes down. Like that's good. Right. But like, do I have to have wine? And I did LaCroix for a while or LaCroix, however you say that, which that's fine. It's just not the same. So anyway, Now, my new thing that I freaking love, and it is such a stinking treat, is I get these drinks called Poppy, P-O-P-P-I. Target sells them, Amazon sells them. My favorite flavors, because you're going to DM me and ask, (laughs) are ginger lime, I think is what it's called, Um, raspberry rosé, and strawberry lemonade. And they make a pack of those three on Amazon, and it's like my favorite. I have to hide them in the back of our little beverage fridge, because my youngest will drink them. And they're just not for her. <laughs> I'm not going to spend 200, not 200, 250, $2, oh my gosh, $2.50 on these drinks for my six-year-old to drink them. No, I'm sorry. So anyway, these are my little treats. And like that has completely replaced alcohol in my life. Like it's no longer a thing. So that's cool. So you can kind of look at like what habits are not serving. Maybe it's the nighttime TikTok binge that keeps you up late, which keeps you really dragging in the morning or like something like that where can you start to, to shift some stuff? And I'm talking tiny stuff, y'all. Like this is tiny, okay? Then we can look at who do we need to hire? What automations can you put into place? And by the way, these questions, I'm going through them fast, but I actually want you to spend a good bit of time on this when you're in your journal after you listen to this episode because there is some gold here that you're gonna be able to pull up with your own intuition and just your mind to know what you need to do for you. What automations can we put into place? What things do we need to remove from our calendar? 
What things do we need to add to our calendar? Maybe you need to make it a thing to weekly check in with your money. So like adding a weekly money date for like 30 minutes to an hour on a Friday afternoon might be something you need, right? So that's just a couple of things to ask and think about. So that was the first part of this episode and that was a lot. So I hope you guys loved that and I hope you will listen back through this episode and truly take me up on walking yourself through this. Cause I feel like this is like a whole masterclass in and of itself. And sometimes when we listen to free podcasts, we don't treat them as if they were masterclasses, but I want you to treat them as if this is a masterclass, take the moments to actually analyze your life and take inventory of what is in alignment with those top three things and cut everything that is not, you know, another thing I didn't even mention, but like You can even kind of go into even deeper. Like, what does it mean to be a highly sought after and impactful coach? Like what content and what books, what things am I reading and consuming that maybe don't even align with that? And how can I further cut and get rid of some fluff in my life to be more impactful and more potent in what I actually am doing? So you can go even deeper if you want, like zoom in infinite game, like all of it's there, right? So the next thing I want you really to do as you've gotten a really clear picture of who you are, like what your future self looks like, what your priorities are, I want you to begin to move as she moves. Make decisions from her, her place. Get into the habit of frequently tapping into this future version of you and bringing that wisdom back. Bringing the wisdom back, bringing the decision back. Like If you already were her, how would you decide and move today? How would you act today? How would you think today? If you already knew it was going to work out and you were abundant and you had more than enough money in the future, would you really be holding on so tightly to what you have right now? Would you let your money move? Would you let your money go and be invested and, and do all this other stuff, right? Sometimes we get into these like tight, grippy fear, downward spirals, and it's not because that's where things are headed. It's because that's the version of who we are that we've gotten attached to. There is a downward spiral version, but there's also an upward spiral version. And you get to choose with your focus, which one you're moving towards in every single moment, in every single moment. And we get to tap back into her in every single moment. And if you did that future vision with me earlier at the beginning of this episode, you've got glimpses that you can revisit frequently in your own mind. And just breathe and accept and let that acceptance of that future reality wash over you. And anytime you have a thought or fear that takes you down, you can literally say cancel or release and start to breathe and allow those thoughts to release. As you blow out, imagine your breath coming out. And that each, each particle of air that comes out is that fear being released and dissolved as you further anchor into your future self. For real. The more you can do that, the better. The better. So you can ask yourself some of these questions like if... You already existed at the place she is at. In a place of more than enough, how would you show up? What would you do, right? I think I've kind of already said all of what's in my notes right now. So (laughs) just 
yeah, I'm like literally looking at my notes right now, starting to re-say my notes, but I already just ad-libbed from my notes. So I don't need, anyway, sometimes I write notes like today it's a bullet point thing. And I, it's funny. Cause I'll like, I don't look at it and I just speak. And then I come back to it. I'm like, Oh, I said that cool. Nice. So anyway, real time, little glimpse into my creative process there. <laughs> so, all right, this is perfect. We kind of went into this. How often do you want to tap into the vision? I highly recommend you tap into this vision frequently, frequently. And this is what I call making dream deposits. So I want you to imagine you have this bubble and this is your dream. And it's kind of like, isn't it, what movie is it where there's, I think it's Horton Hears a Who, where he like the whole community of the Who's live on a speck or something like that. I might be totally getting this wrong. But anyway, it's kind of like a little bubble and it has like this whole world inside. So I want you to make the intention of like going into your dream bubble and intentionally spending time decorating it, intentionally spending time depositing new dreams. And we're not holding on to this bubble. This bubble is free to roam about the world and do what it needs to do. And it's, that's cool because like God does put his own hand on this and moves it in ways that we can't see or know for things to pop into existence when they're ready. Right. But can you go in and make these dream deposits? Can you go in and decorate your dream? Can you go in and be like, Ooh, I just found out a new style that I like for kitchens that I didn't know before. So now we can go in and decorate the dream. And all of a sudden the visualization that we did at the beginning starts to get new elaborate features that may not have been there. Maybe all of a sudden in a morning meditation one day, you get the download of like what the floor plan looks like. Like that popped in a couple weeks ago for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I went and like drew the whole thing in my notebook of like what the first floor floor, floor plan is going to look like. And it's just, it's so cool. But it's just like depositing little dreams into your dream bubble. And what's cool about this is like, there's no massive attachment. Like I'm not massively attached to where the floor plan is or how it's laid out or is the pool bath on the left side or the right? I don't know, but like I'm having fun and we're feeding the dream. We're feeding the vision and we're also feeding that connection between me and this future version of who I am. And that's what this is about. That's what this is about because the more we feed that connection, the stronger the connection is two way me to her, her to me so that I can begin to act today even more as if I'm already there. So feel it as if it's done. Notice the details. Notice the throw blanket that's across the couch. How does it feel? Is it soft? Is it woolly? Is it kind of itchy? Is it not? Is it what? What is it? Notice the artwork. Notice the lighting. Note like whatever. Notice the different things and start to deposit dreams into your dream bubble. So the last thing I want to talk about as we end this episode, I told you I was going to bring this full circle. I told you I was going to bring this back to like the most important thing. And that is to notice and be aware of the fact that you are now where you once wanted to be. I want you to feel the truth of that statement. I want you to notice all of the ways in which you did once pray for what you have now. You did once want exactly what you have now. I'm even looking in front of me right now at my eight foot whiteboard, my eight foot, eight feet guys, eight foot whiteboard, glass whiteboard hanging on my wall going, yeah, I once wanted that, like really wanted that. I wanted a big ass whiteboard in my office (laughs) 
And there it is. I mean, I used to be the person that put these like 3M post-it note sticky whiteboard type things on a wall because we were renting and I couldn't put up, put up my own whiteboard. And I definitely didn't want like the, I don't know, I just wanted a big one. And so I would just use those in the meantime. And like, here it is. That's a tiny thing, but it's like, can you feel gratitude? Can you, can you call up that feeling right now? Gratitude for what you have and how what you have is what you once wanted and you now have it. That in, that in and of itself is evidence that everything you want in that future vision bubble is happening. If you don't grow weary in your well-doing, <laughs> like, can you, like, uh, I'm freaking out right now. How cool is that? Right? You have evidence. You have all the evidence you need that what you desire ends up finding you. If you faint not, like I'm kind of quoting a Bible verse right now. It's like something, I think it's in Galatians. It's like, do not grow weary in well-doing for you will reap the harvest or reward or something like that in due season. If you faint not. Like, just don't faint. Keep going. You will get the harvest. You will get the reward. In some season, at the right time, you will get it if you don't faint, if you don't give up. That's the whole game, y'all. And I'm telling you, this portion of this whole episode is how you don't faint. We don't faint. We don't give up. We don't fall short or be exhausted and be like, I give in, I'm done. The, the way we don't do that is we have gratitude. Am I saying that right? I think I am. <laughs> like the way that we bypass the whole potential of like fainting and not making it to the finish line is if we don't bring gratitude with us. If gratitude is our number one tool, you will make it to the finish line. I'm telling you, you will make it. Everything you ever could desire and more is yours if you hold this attitude of gratitude. And you feel that gratitude, truly feel that gratitude, not just some cute, like I'm thankful for my car and I'm thankful for my house and I'm thankful for my kids and my husband. But like you're, you're going through the motions, but you don't ever actually allow yourself to feel, oh my gosh, feel what it feels like to have exactly what you prayed for, what it feels like to be sitting on your back porch watching the sunset. Mm. what it feels like to get to witness a hummingbird suspended in flight right above your head. Like, my gosh, like feel it, truly feel it. Let the chemicals exist within your body because when they do, that is what draws back the experience of more to you. Gratitude is the frequency that immediately can tap you back into God's presence and the limitless and abundant potentiality that awaits us. I'm convinced for real gratitude. That's it. So I would highly recommend you go back and listen to this episode. Pause me the second time you listen to it, do the exercises with me. They're important, but if you hear nothing else today, hear gratitude, full body, feel it gratitude. That's that. I ain't got nothing else to say. (laughs) Oh, y'all, I'm something crazy. But anyway, for real, maybe I do have something else to say. So I would love to invite you into the Shift Inner Circle Mastermind or private coaching. You know which one is for you. 
Or maybe you're the girl that's like, I, I want a little bit of both and I like private coaching and I would like the mastermind. If that's you, send me a message. Let's talk about it. Truthfully, private coaching or the, I'm sorry, the mastermind is a hybrid of one-on-one and private coaching. I'm sorry. I said the same thing. What in the world? The, what is going on with my tongue today? <laughs> the mastermind is a hybrid of private coaching and mastermind. You get one call, a mastermind call, mastermind Voxer. But if you want more than that, then that's perfect. You can do the private coaching both and offer and have both. So anyway, bottom line, just send me a message. Let's talk about it. I mentioned it earlier in this episode that I am not the person that's going to sit here and follow up with you 20 billion times, pressure you, push you into anything. Like when you message me that you're interested in something, we talk about it. We talk about it and figure out, is this the right step for you? Is the timing now? Like, what is it? Right. But I'm so ready for you to step into that next level vision of you and how she moves and how she makes decisions. And one of the quickest ways to begin to jumpstart that is to make the decisions to invest when you know that it's from your higher self, when you know it's, it's just investing is not always the answer. I want to say that very clearly, but sometimes it is. And only, you know, so I encourage you that self-awareness, that discernment piece, that personal responsibility piece that I talk so much about. All three of those things are so important. Tap in, tune in, figure it out. Message me. If you have any questions, I'm here for you. I'm freaking excited though, to see just your business and your life take off as you continue to choose and invest in your future self now. So anyway, love you big. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. It has been so incredible getting to chat with you today on the podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe and drop us a review so that you are the first to know when I drop a new episode for you. Oh, and don't forget, screenshot your show and post on your Instagram stories and tag me at Katie Fleming. I love getting to hang out with you each week on the podcast and can't wait to catch up with you soon in the DMs on Instagram. Let's do this thing.